If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer. And get this right from your phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it could be heard on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I know that I'm not the only one going through this. I am a dreamer. I dream. I have vision. When I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I, I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. Last episode, just to recap, we were talking about being lazy. And we discussed a few ways that we kind of lead to lazy, how we get to lazy, especially in our dreamer's journey. You know, either we get too comfortable. Sometimes our plan B, it morphs into our plan A. And when we don't have effort towards plan A, then we become idle. And when we become idle, we become lazy and our dream becomes archived and it, an archived dream is hard to pull out. Or, you know, sometimes we can be overwhelmed and when we're overwhelmed, we just stop. Sometimes we, we procrastinate and we put a comma. And sometimes when you wait too long, you get disengaged and then you stop putting effort towards whatever it is and you stop dreaming. And one thing that I thought about was especially being idle. You know, if you're in your car, And let's just say you're down here in Atlanta with me and you're driving on 285 and you hit that intersection of 285 and 20. And when you're on your dreamer's journey, everybody's trying to merge from 20 to 285. And sometimes you bottleneck right in that area. Right. So you're putting all this effort towards a dream. You're putting all this emotion towards a dream. And sometimes it gets overwhelmed and all your emotions just bottleneck. And when your emotions bottleneck, you pause. And a lot of us, we we don't mind being idle for a period of time. Like we don't mind being in traffic for a period of time. But if we see traffic ahead, sometimes we we try to find an alternate route. We may stop. We may turn around. We we may go backwards. We may exit off on an exit that we're not even supposed to go off on and take the long way around just so we don't have to deal with those emotions. And others of us may just sit in that traffic, just become disengaged, period, and just say, F it. F it, you know, (laughs) but all in all, there are so many roles that lead to lazy. There's one thing, though, one thing that I failed to mention last episode. And as I replayed it and as I went through it again this week was sometimes you have lazy moments, lazy periods, lazy thoughts of I, I just don't feel like it. I'm going to get up at 6 o'clock this morning and do what I need to do. 6 o'clock rolls around and you just don't feel like it. Yo, I'm going to put towards an hour and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z towards my dream and you just don't feel like it. You just don't feel like it. We all have lazy moments and lazy thoughts. So what can we do? 
to not only have that role lead to lazy and have all those various things that may happen to us, but what can we do in those lazy points, those lazy pockets of time to kind of combat that? What are some courses of action that we can take in order to combat those lazy thoughts? And so the first thing that I suggest is giving yourself five whole seconds. One, two, three, four, five. And if you're from down south, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, you get what I'm saying. Give yourself five whole seconds and ask yourself, is my future self going to thank me for this? Would I feel guilty if I didn't do this? Guilty, disappointed, upset with myself if I didn't do this. Will I feel good after I do this? Chances are you're answering those questions of like, yeah, I probably should get up and do this. What I've come to find in those lazy moments and I choose to give into the excuse and to be lazy and to give into the lazy moment, I have instant gratification. However, it doesn't last long. It's so temporary because after it subsides, that euphoria subsides, then I immediately feel guilt. Whenever I give into an excuse, I feel guilt. When I know I should be doing something that I'm not putting forth effort towards, I feel guilt. So taking those five seconds to just stop and actually think about what it is that I'm thinking and the correct course of action towards it, then it leads me to make better decisions. It takes the emotion out of it. So give yourself five seconds, ask yourself those questions and do what it is you should be doing. Not what you want, but what you should do. Number two, distractions. Honey, I get distracted all kind of which ways, especially when I'm doing tasks that are menial to me, tasks that are boring to me, tasks that don't really require any kind of mental stimulation. I, I in a minute, will sit there and grab my phone and scroll on Instagram, scroll on TikTok, go down a little rabbit hole. And when you're easily distracted like that, then it's beneficial for you to make your distractions harder. And what I mean by that is physically making your distractions harder. Get your phone. Take your phone elsewhere. Go pick up your phone. Put it in the other room. Go get the remote control and put it... The remote control. Oh, okay, let me be politically correct. Go get the remote control, okay, and put it in the kitchen. Put it away from you. Because I know that we're in these COVID streets still and most of us work from home. And a lot of times when we are burnt out or we tune out or we just don't want to do what we're doing, we'll grab something to take us away from being bored or take us away from the thing that is uninteresting to something that is more interesting, which is normally in our phones. So if you do something to physically make that distraction harder for you, you're less likely to fall trapped to the distraction. Number two. Number three, lazy thoughts. When you have lazy thoughts, you have to combat them with action. 
this is one of the hardest things to do. It may sound simple. It may sound so simple, but it's so hard to do. Our minds are wired to be comfortable. Our mind is a supercomputer with processes and procedures already built in. It likes to be on autopilot. It likes to do what it wants to do. So when you have those thoughts of being lazy, that's your mind telling you, hey, I got this chill, relax. Especially when you're incorporating something new or trying to reprogram that mind, you're going to have some mental resistance and you're going to have lazy thoughts. And the one thing that you need to do to combat lazy thoughts is do what your thoughts are telling you not to. It's having opposition to the opposition. You feel what I'm saying? You have to have action. You have to just do it. And I know it's difficult. I know, I know it's difficult. But if you don't show your mind who's boss, and I've mentioned this before, but if you don't show your mind who's boss, then your mind will continue on having these lazy thoughts more frequently. The more you give into them, the more you will have them. It's discipline. It's being disciplined and learning that I have to do this regardless of how I feel. Now, sometimes your mind will win. Like, sometimes you'll have those lazy thoughts. Sometimes your thoughts will be like, yo, you're not doing this. You'll be like, all right, okay, okay, I ain't going to do this. But once again, if you're like me, you'll have that guilt after the fact. And you'll say, I should have done this. And the more that you give in to those lazy thoughts, listen to me, the more that they compound and they get bigger and it takes you longer to do those tasks. You have to nip it in the bud as quick as you can. Whatever your lazy thoughts are telling you to do, do the opposite. Okay? Discipline. Do the opposite. Consistently do the opposite. And you won't have as many lazy thoughts as you are now having. They won't completely go away. But the more that you combat those lazy thoughts with action, you will not encounter them as much. Or they, the thoughts won't be as loud or as convincing, I should say. Another thing that I think is very important to know is if you are being overwhelmed, if you notice that you just at points that you feel like your hair is on fire, you just got too much going on. Look at what you're doing. Nine times, nine times out of 10, you have way too many coals in the fire. You're putting too much effort towards too many things. You're spreading yourself too thin, which is causing you to burn out faster, which causes you to freak out, which causes you to have these bottleneck thoughts because you're like, wait a minute, I, I, I don't know what to do. So you stop. I, me personally, have so many different things bopping around in my head that I have to physically say, all right, girl, yes, girl, that is a great idea. Do that. However, not right now. Write it down so you don't forget it, but keep doing what you're doing. Because I would jump around like a little jumping bean all the time and then realize that I would never get anything done because I would touch some of everything because my mind is constantly bouncing. And so in order for me to wrangle that, I have to realize, okay, yes, that's a great idea. Categorize that, catalog that, and when you have time to do that, introduce 
those new things, those new thoughts. Because you can't start in the deep end. You can't start learning how to swim in the deep end. If you know that your mind is a computer, you can't sit here and just install 50 different programs at one time. It's going to take too long. It's going to overload the system. So instead of doing it all at one time, you install Windows today. You install uh, Adobe tomorrow. You install blah, blah, blah. You take time and wait until the application has completely downloaded in order for you to introduce a new application because it'll take too long to download if you try to do it multiple times, if you try to have multiple applications at one time. Do not overload yourself. Wait until you have one thing downloaded and then move to the next. Do not forget about the great idea that you have. Write it down. Journal it. Make it pretty. Remember it. And when you have this as a routine, when you have what you're focused on now down, good, and packed and installed in your supercomputer brain as a new routine, then introduce something new. That way, you don't overload yourself. You don't overwhelm yourself. Another thing for me, I am the queen of a to-do list. I will to-do myself to death. Sit down and write down all kind of lists and things to do. But what I've learned, my to-do lists are not really beneficial for me and how my mind works. But time blocking has been better for me than a to-do list. And time blocking, for those that are unaware, is basically where you block out a certain amount of time to do your tasks and to do every single thing. I mean, wash your face, do your work, brush your teeth, eat your breakfast, go on your jog, take a break. I mean, you schedule your whole day. So consider time blocking. And I am actually going to spend a whole episode talking about time management because it's very, very important as dream chasers and us understanding the concept of time and getting things done. So don't worry about that. I'm going to spend more time on time management. So part three, breaking down time, breaking down management, putting that thing together because I'm tired of hearing I ain't got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yes, you do. Because you make time for what you want, right? Let's go.